Welcome to the Everyman Sports Podcast, the show for fans, by fans. No former pros, no so-called experts, just real passionate fans. From outside on a porch to inside a living room, in the parking lot of a stadium to the dining room table, friends and families chat about their teams, their games, and what makes them cheer. This is Everyman Sports. Hello and welcome to another episode of Everyman Sports. My name is Chad. I'm the owner-operator of this podcast. Our number is 626-427-7678, and that's 626-427-7678. And you can like us across and follow us across social media at Everyman Sports. Uh, with me this week is my dad. How you doing, Dad? I'm doing fantastic. Great. We haven't... Uh, We've been on a hiatus pretty much the month of August, uh, so now it's time to get back in the swing of things. Uh, it's September, start of baseball season, uh, or I'm sorry, start of football season, uh, but I do want to start with baseball. As we're coming down last month of the season, and there's a lot of races still up in the air. This might actually be the season where we get all of those tiebreakers that you always hear about, where, you know, they have to flip a coin and, you know... Uh, there's, you know, all these play-in games just to play the one wild card game. Wow. Well, it's coming up soon. I mean, and also with that, a lot of um, uh, post-trade uh, deadline deals. Now, the final trading deadline was August 31st. After that, um, it, basically anybody who was acquired before that is allowed on the postseason roster. But we had... Um, uh, an M, uh, an M, two MVPs switch, um, beyond their years, but still, uh, a couple of good pitchers, um, some good bench pieces moving as well. Um, mainly I'm talking about Josh Donaldson goes from the Blue Jays to the Indians, where he can, you know, he can take over, uh, for, um, the um who's a Jason Kipnis at second base and they need a lot of help in the outfielder so they can move Kipnis to the outfield. Um the Brewers are all in. They acquired Gio Gonzalez and Curtis Granderson. Dodgers got Ryan Madsen to help out their bullpen and the Yankees got Andrew McCutcheon. So a lot of moves going on. Well, these teams are in playoff contention. Yeah. These are all these I mean, the NL is just chock full of all these teams. Um, that I mean, the uh, the wild card race is really tight, but I mean the the American League is pretty much set. The only question is, is it going to be Houston or Oakland playing that one game against the Yankees? That's about it. But I mean, with the National League, the Brewers are a game and a half out of the Central. Um, Saint, uh, what was it? Yeah, I'm sorry, I should... Uh, Brewers are four games out behind Chicago. St. Louis is a game and a half behind Milwaukee. Colorado, the Dodgers, and Arizona are all within a game and a half of each other. Philly's still hanging around at four games back. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. Let's so this playoff uh, format's coming to fruition. No, it really, really is. Yeah, it, and and the, and the crowd, the fans love it because a lot of teams are in it that normally wouldn't be. No, no, and I mean this is and again, like I said, October first, October second, we could be seeing all of these play-in games where like Arizona plays Colorado, and the winner of that plays the Dodgers, at, you know, or Milwaukee and St. Louis play each other, 
to just figure out who's going to play that one wild card game. Um, I really, really would hope that that would help, you know, happen this season because that would add even more juice to what's been a pretty good season. Um, but I mean, it's still Boston running away. Chicago is very strong still. Um, Atlanta's not going away. They've been surprising. Uh, just, you know, the Mets have been stinking. Although, I mean, Jacob deGrom is having a season for the record, or, you know, for the history well, it's books. Not, it's not the 8-8 eight eight part. No, it's not that. However, he might have a higher war than win total. His win Very above replacement is probably going to be higher, and anything above like an 8, you are... You, you win all the awards. I, if the Mets, if the Mets were in playoff contention or even at least first place, he could honestly be getting uh, talk for MVP. But obviously, they're not. Well, what about Cy Young? Oh, Cy Young. I mean, that's a lock. I mean, really? Uh, I, that's what that's what Keith Oberman said. Well, yeah. Look, I don't always agree with Keith Oberman. When when I do, it usually has to do with baseball. That's that's where him and I really. <laughs> But, I mean, it, yeah, so if you look at his stats, um, if you look at where's – I'm sorry, let me pull up his, his stats. Well, he right. just, well, did he just tie or beat uh, Gooden's record of uh, 25 consecutive games, three runs or less? Yeah. Yeah, something like yeah. that. That's amazing. But, I mean, uh, you know, uh, I mean, DeGrom's got a 1.68 ERA. Uh, he's got an 8.2 war. Um, where, where's his other stuff? Yeah, I mean, it. Yeah, it's unbelievable just the stats that he's got going on this season. Um, he's got 230 strikeouts. Um, yeah, I mean, just all of his stuff is is across yeah. the board looking great. Now they great. can score some runs for him. Well. That's the unfortunate part. I mean, it's just, it's very sad that it's a waste, not that his season has been a waste, but I mean, that to to just let this all-time great season go by with nothing to really show for it but fourth place behind, you know, the Nationals. And all that we're going to remember is they started out 11-1, and had a nine-game winning streak, and then the wheels fell off and the ground was the only thing to come out of that shouldn't say the only thing because Brandon Nimmo's been good and Jeff McNeil has been just, he's been Cinderella. Like, I'm, always, I'm nervous. But, but baseball is a game of individual statistics, it seems. It's true. And how it works together. But yeah, I think you're, you're absolutely right about that. So, so they, they play for themselves. Well, yeah. Um, so we'll see how, I mean, it, it, I still feel like Boston and Atlanta because looking over the the last several years of teams that have won the World Series, yeah, they have. I mean, it's usually the team with um, the most hits, most walks, and least amount of strikeouts. And Atlanta is in striking. What about, run, what about runs scored? Uh, I you know I haven't looked at those specifically, but I mean the runs come if you hit and walk and don't strike out if you put the ball That's in true. play. True. So uh, I. I, if I were to put anything down, I would say Atlanta for the National League. You really? Know, yeah. I just, yeah. You think the Cubs can't beat them? I don't, it's not that I don't think the Cubs can beat them. I mean, they just got Daniel Murphy. They just they got stronger. Right. But statistically, if I were to look, if I were to go by what the yeah. what has history shown me, and statistically, it's hits, walks, and least strikeouts, and Atlanta. Atlanta's got those three wow. in the bag. 
Uh, Chicago's up there on some of those, too, but... Well, Atlanta would be a huge surprise. It would be an absolutely huge surprise. But you don't I put... mean, when the, when the division is one thing, you know, represent the National League in a World Series, that's a whole other story. I know. I mean, they're going to beat the Dodgers? Well, if the Dodgers even make it. Here's the other thing. Atlanta might just have a bit of a cakewalk because there are going to be all these... Not, I shouldn't say cakewalk, but... All these teams are just going to beat up on each other. Now, you might say that they've, you know, they're hot late, you know, they get hot late and all that stuff, but Yeah, well, that's important. Right, but if you're throwing Kershaw in one of those in 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 a wild card game, you know, that's, you know, that pushes him back, you know, if you right. know, I I mean, if the bullpen struggles for sh- you know, Chicago, you know, they won the World Series 2 years ago, but, you know, they, they only made a, a small squeak last uh Last postseason, so it's just something something to keep keep your eye out for. Okay. So let's move over to the NFL, and we're on our regularly regularly scheduled uh, program schedule for these next couple months. Now that the uh, football season's about to start, um, so every yeah, week one coming up. How exciting is that? Week one, week one. So before we start that, let's go over. We're going to do a couple things. We're going to go over the new coaches. This year, right. we're also going to have our Everyman Sports uh, surprise picks, okay. uh, and we'll go over those, and then we'll talk about week one in the NFL. So let's start off uh, with the new coaches in the NFL this year. Um, right. So the Tennessee Titans have uh, Mike Vrabel. 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 Vrabel, former uh, Patriot standout on all those Super Bowl teams early aughts. And then most recently, he was, I think, a def- he was a defensive coach, if not the coordinator for the Houston Texans the last right. couple of years. I think he was a defensive coach. That's the O'Brien um, Belichick connection. Right. And don't forget, he was not, Vrabel was not the number one choice for the Titans, if I remember correctly. No. Who was the one that they wanted to? Well, they wanted to get the, I think, the coordinator for uh, Ohio State. And then he ended up staying. Oh. Mm. So he didn't move, so then they went for, you know, second choice. Right. right. But I think we spoke about this in the past. I mean, you know, c- coaches that come from, you know, the Belichick line, I mean, only O'Brien really has, uh, you know, a track record that that could mean he could do something in the playoffs. Right. And you're right about that. Um, you know, you know that tree didn't uh, really, you know, bear much fruit. No. Now the one thing is technically he's a billet, He was a he's a Belichick player. He never coached True. for the Patriots. So yeah. I, I I get what you're saying, but but it's the Patriot way. He learned. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, I I get what you're saying. Um, you know, he did replace uh, Romeo Crennel as the Texans' yeah. defensive coordinator in 2017. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, I can understand that. All right, so we got so Vrabel. And th- right. remember, that was a team, you know, he's taking over a team that went to the playoffs last year. Yeah, um, and nine, they, they were 9-7. Right, and they got rid of, uh, oh, who was their head coach last year? <sighs> er, Yeah, they made the playoffs, and they still fired the coach. Right. And, in fact, they were negotiating his uh, new contract for him up to two weeks before they got rid of him. Yeah. So, who knows? But, uh, you know, one word on the street is management's messed up in Tennessee. Yeah. 
So you know, I think that's a good example of that. And I have read that the um, yeah, even especially the ownership, because you know, with um, uh, Bud Adams, I believe he passed, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, his children don't really aren't really interested in owning. Or there's a I read an interesting article in Sports Illustrated about these old family-owned teams that the yeah. these newer the younger generation either don't have an interest or it becomes um, an issue between um, family. Members. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's very common. But yeah, yeah, and they don't have and they don't have the burning desire. You know, it wasn't their thing. It was something left to them. You know? Right. Yeah, so that's understandable. But the problem with uh, Titans really is the quarterback. I mean, Mariota, he really hasn't, um, you know, developed well. No. You know, he's a pocket passer, and, you know, he runs around and doesn't do well on the move. Right. But he's great He's great in play action. You know, he's in, he's in the pocket quarterback. Yeah. But that's that's one team with a new head coach. Now, getting good, continuing with this line of... Uh, uh, Patriot ex-players, coaches, you've got uh, the Detroit head coach. Matt Patricia. Yeah, Matt Patricia, right? So we all see him with the pencil in his ear, with the beard, right? We all know what he looks like on the sideline. Right, and he's a, isn't he, a, I believe he's a rocket scientist. Rocket science. Is that true? I be, uh, I'll pull him up real quick. Huh. Well, I don't know about that. But, you know, the problem with Let's say if they solve the problems, they have the Lions. You know, at running back, they haven't had a hundred yard rusher since I don't know when. Reggie Bush, maybe. Uh, yeah, I think I mean, it's, some, yeah. it's been years. Yeah, they're way too predictable. Yeah, yeah. He's, but, he, he's let's, a, let's see how that coach does. He has a bachelor's of science in aeronautical engineering and RP at okay. RPI. So, well, it sounds like he'd be pass happy then. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> putting it up in the air. Well, really, it's probably the kind of thing that Detroit, you know, hey, just help us with the defense, you know, take over, don't, you know, don't screw us up on the offense. You know, I'm sure they're going to add a, more of a running game. Um, and, I, you know, I, I mean, they got LeGarrette Blount, so there's another um, New England uh, connection there. But we know Blount's good from like five yards out, five, yard out, five yards out right. of the end zone. So. Yeah. Well, there's going to be an improvement over what they had. I think you're right. But uh, they're in a tough division. Uh, every team's on the improve. Right? Yeah. I mean, the Packers, the the uh, the Bears now. Uh-huh. And Minnesota. So, you know, that's going to be tough to do anything for him. But we I, shall see. Yeah. And then Kyle Shanahan is in uh, San Francisco. Well, he was there last year. Oh, he was, right. You're yeah. right. Um, another new one is uh, Pat Shermer in New York taking over for the badly embattled uh, Ben McAdoo. Yeah, he wasn't ready for prime time. Uh, I don't even think... He, is he even in the league anymore? I'm... No, I hope not. The stage was too big for him. Yeah, it really, really was. And who else do we have? Um, uh, Frank Reich. Oh, that was the other one. Yes, Frank. So I believe Rabel. That was it. Rabel was supposed to go to the Colts, and then he 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 backed out at the last minute. Like they had called a press conference to announce it, he backed out and went down to Tennessee, if I remember correctly. Hmm. Isn't that correct? And then 
Yeah, and then uh, so they were left. You know, Indianapolis was left with nobody. So then they, <laughs> yeah. So then they had to hire uh, Reich, um, coming off of, uh, of course, uh, winning the um, Super Bowl. Right. With, yeah. Um, so you think he'll make a difference? I mean, it, obviously, it really, really counts on. Um, it's really up to luck. Although luck is luck's around, he he, right. you know there have been sightings of luck, so th- there's a chance. But this should be he should have some ring rust, shouldn't he? He's been out a long time. Yeah. Oh, jo- why am I thinking Josh McDaniels? That's who it was. Josh McDaniels was going to be hired by the Colts. I'm sorry, I was co- I was confusing my Patriots. Oh, that's right. How do I forget? And then he decided. Oh wait, I'm just going to stay with the Patriots. I, yeah. So I mean, the Colts just seem like they are. Ever since they won that Super Bowl, and ever since they did the suck for luck, just nothing. The karma has been going badly for them. <laughs> um. So yeah, and they're in a tough division too because um, you got to think Texas is going to be better. De- Deshaun Watson's coming back. They're absolutely going to be better. Tennessee was a playoff team, and they've they've got a bit of a new blood with Vrabel there. Well, and then, of course, we know the Jaguars went all the way to the AFC Championship game. So, yeah, it's yeah, not. But that's, that's formidable. That's, uh, they're in a situation like the Lions are. How do you? How do you? You know, it's hard to get ahead. That's right. So, yeah, it's um, yeah, it's going to be tough. You know, I'm willing to get. Look, I mean, if Frank Reich, I mean, this is a guy who engineered the greatest comeback in college, the greatest comeback in well, yeah, what was the greatest comeback in NFL uh, playoff history. Um, and, um, yeah, so, I mean, he's, he's probably up for the challenge and so long as they stay with them and make it a slow build, I think he'll be able to do it. Um, the bears hired Matt Nagy, who was the offensive coordinator for the chiefs the day after they lost to the Titans and everybody was asking him at the press conference about that game. Like, how come you didn't run the ball? How come you were throwing it? (laughs) But that's part of the Andy Reid uh, coaching tree, which is pretty large now. Yeah, and, that, and didn't D. D. Filippo get a job? D. Filippo. Yeah, it was uh, the Eagles' um, quarterback coach, wasn't he? And Frank Wright was the offensive coordinator. Uh, well, that's a good question. I don't know. I'll have to take a look. No, I, I know he moved on from Philly. Right. I'll have to take a look. You'll have to excuse me while I talk. Right. So. Uh, so now, so again, you were talking about the uh, NFC East, or uh, NFC, what was the Central, the NFC North, and now here's a guy who's going into, <clears throat> he's going into, you know, a big city, you know, Chicago, I mean, and they just got Khalil Mack, and I know the owner has been, she's the daughter of, what's her name, jo- Virginia McClaskill? She's the daughter of George Hallis, and like she wants to win before she dies. Yeah. So well, I think everyone in Chicago will welcome that. I mean, that's an interesting <laughs> situation with Chicago because now with um, with Mac, you're going to have some pressure on a quarterback. Right. Um, Trubisky looks like he might be the real deal. Right. And that can't hurt. No. Um, yeah, they they've. They've got some potential there. I expect them to improve for sure. Yeah, I mean the defense Again, in the tough division. They are. They are. Oh, uh, John DeFilippo, the um, quarterbacks coach for the Eagles, is now the offensive coordinator up in Minnesota. 
Well, there you go. So there you go. And then the last, well, I shouldn't say the last, but before the real big one, uh, Steve Wilkes, the Arizona Cardinals. Right. Uh, Steve Wilkes was formerly the uh, assistant head coach and defensive coordinator for the Panthers for the last couple seasons, um, right. mainly defensive back coach for teams like the Bears and the Chargers, uh, a lot of college college right. time there. Um, and the Cardinals? And the Cardinals are going to wait on Sam Bradford's knee until it implodes, and then if Josh Rosen is healthy, he'll step in. <laughs> although I can't imagine. I mean, if this has to be the toughest, although I, you know, I think Seattle's on the decline. But, I mean, yeah. between the, the Rams, who have been right. playoff bound, and Goff, and then, of course, the 49ers. the 49ers with Jimmy G and just every, Undefeated Jimmy G. everything is going up. Uh, everything is going their way. It just seems like this is going to be a very, t- I mean, don't expect anything, Cardinal fans in Arizona. I mean, this is going to be a real rough go for at least two seasons, I think, before, you know, I don't think Rosen's going to come and be total gangbusters. I mean, um, David Johnson might be okay, but we still don't know for sure. And Larry Fitzgerald right. is, is, you know, he's the like, end of the road. It's getting there. It's getting close. So, you know, uh, it might be interesting to see, but I really don't see them doing much. I hope they. I hope he's signed at least a three-year deal, and I hope he gets every inch <laughs> of it. Guaranteed. And of course, the biggest uh, coaching change was the Oakland Raiders rehiring John Gruden as their head coach. Ten years away from the sideline. Uh, he has. Can you step right back in there? I mean. He's making his own team, you know. Well, what about you're in the locker room and they get rid of your best player via trade? Well, let me. Well, that's an interesting point. I mean, how, how does that make you feel? It make you feel like this team wants to win when they take your best guy away. I don't know. That might make you. Well, you know, did, I don't know what that. But did I, they I can't take? Imagine. Yeah, it's got to be distracting at, at at the very least. But did they take him away, or did he run himself out of town? Well, it's a business decision. Well, of course it's a business decision, but at the same time, when you look historically, how many players have won the Super Bowl in the midst of a highest contract ever? Yeah. I mean, it's it, rare, or if if not ne- ever. Well, the sample's not big enough, really. Right, but at the same time... No, it's, not, it's not like we have a million situations to, to look at. No, so but I, I wouldn't make much of that. But all I could, look, all I look as a Jet fan. I mean, I don't think they were a Super Bowl team with them. No, so then they clearly aren't without them. Right. So then, what does it really matter? You get a couple draft picks from him, and some really. No, like, I, no, I understand the logic from the outside looking in. I'm talking about from the inside looking out. When you're a player on that team, but then you're there through training camp, and you hear Gruden talk it up, and then you kind of get. I'm sure there's that sort of. Um, camaraderie yeah. of like, well, hey, we're here and, and he's not. Of an NFL career, I understand that. No, but but also just being like, yeah, we're here and he's not. So you know what? Yeah. To heck with him. Well, I'm not, I'm not a big Chucky fan. I mean, he's entertaining. You right. know, he's great TV. Yeah. But I, I think you know he has to win early. He he wears people down. Um, well, you know, he's he's not a long term you know solution to any team. 
No, he's not. But I mean, this is you know, uh, the the Raiders are run by a man child. You know, we're talking about all these families that are you know, uh, you know, the Adams family. <laughs> but he is. Come on, Mark Davis with that haircut, and I mean, it, he right, just right, right, like right. his. Well, father going to Vegas. You know, a lot of changes. Yeah, of course. They're, so they're going to Vegas. So this also might yeah. be that sort of like look. Hey Oakland, we appreciate it. Let's 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 have one last hurrah before we go out to. I think uh, people LA. are having un, unreal expectations just because it's a high profile name. Well, it's Page. a high profile name with a high profile uh, organization. Remember, the Raiders are coast to, are coast to coast team. Sure, you know that's a traveling traveling fan base. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Well, they're the you know the ultimate villain in the NFL. Of course, they are. The I mean, they even got a patch over their eye. <laughs> it's true, and they they wear yeah, all black. It's all true, and they play the role. Yes. Now, uh, you know, with that, you know, I I think that Gruden is in the win now situation. Of course, he is because also they signed a lot of veterans. You know, so that kind of goes with that that they took on a lot of older players. His whole thing when he was criticized about it, he's like, look, I, we have nobody to fill these roles. We don't even have enough, you know, uh, young guys yeah. to fill it. So why not, why why leave it empty when you can at least put something there? And especially somebody who's going to who's going to follow Gruden. You know, a veteran player is going to be pretty cool with Gruden, right? You know, so. Yeah. All right. So with that in mind, let's start to talk about our. Um, uh, what do you want to call it? Our surprise teams. Do you want to give the rules for picking your surprise teams? That well, the team can't have been in the playoffs last year. Okay, so that's basically the rule. So, and and one from each conference. Well, yes, one. Yeah, one from the AFC, one from the NFC. I'm liking the San Diego Chargers in the AFC. I mean, Rivers never misses a game. Uh, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, and you know. What, call it what you will. They did re-sign Antonio Gates, and all he ever does. Yeah, well, that is, was out of necessity. Right, but all he ever does is just catch touchdown passes. Usually three in a game, and you won't yeah. see him again for a while. But still, yeah. he's, he's a basketball player playing football. Right, and him and Rivers have one of the best, you know, combinations. I mean, sure. it, historically, am I going to put it up there with Young and Rice? Well, no. the question is, does he still have his legs? And we'll soon find out about that. Well, so long as he gets separation, all he, he just yeah. Well, needs... I'm just saying, as you age, it's like in boxing, the legs go first. Right. Do you th- but do you think he's going to be a better blocking tight end than anybody they had? Oh yeah. Well, he's better. Than, yeah. Well, that's why he's there. Right. So they had that injury, right? Yeah, that's true. Uh, to Hunter Henry, poor guy can't even get up on his own. I, I do. Yeah, that's, that's a tough situation. And, then, you know, I'm loving this rookie safety. Derwin James. Right. Yeah, from uh, Florida State, I believe. He's a big hitter. Mm. You know, he reminds me, you know, I don't want to, you know, he hates making these comparisons, but he's a Sean Taylor type. You know, he's, a, what do they call him, the Swiss Army Knife. Ah, he, yeah. He can play in the box. He can, uh, you know, he can cover tight ends and uh, running backs. I mean, he's going to be fun to watch. I can believe it. Yeah. All right. Um, and then, and then the NFC. Right. You know, everybody's going with San Francisco. I'm, you know, assuming that Rogers plays the whole year. I'm oh, gonna absolutely. Go the, I'm going to go with the Packers. 
I absolutely agree with that. I mean, the Packers. I don't think there's any surprise in those picks, really. Now, although I would, I would probably swap out. I know it's a big leap, but just what he did last year for the oh. little. T- for, uh, what I'm saying is, the one I would switch out for the Chargers is a team where the quarterback got injured very early in the season. But what he did was outrageous. You mean like Texans. I'm talking about the Texans. I think Lamar yeah. Miller there. I'm think uh, J.J. Watt while he's still older. He yeah. he's he's he should be back for a full season, um, even with the loss That's of a team that every year looks good on paper and then they just disappoint. No, I don't think they're going to go far in the playoffs, but I can see them sneaking in as probably the second wild card. Right. You know, I well, and remains to be seen with the with the quarterback too. I mean, these guys that want to use their legs and get paid for their arm, um, history doesn't look good for them. True. But it's just something. Look, he's he's pretty local. Um, with all the stuff that you know, and I'll go out a little bit on the limb and start talking about all the stuff that had happened with the hurricane and all of J.J. Watts's sure, humanitarian sure. effort. I think that city is ready for a rebound. You know, they won the World Series. Yeah, I think you're. Yeah, I think you're. You're on to something. I think there's something now. Look, am I gonna you know bet the farm? No. But yeah. it's a, that's why it's a surprise. Like, who do I think is going to come And what's the up? competition in their division? It's it's really tough. Again, we talked about Tennessee and Jacksonville. Right. Um, but I'm looking around the rest of the league. There's less wiggle room than, right. say, San Diego has. And San Diego last year, they went 0-4, and they could never really recover, even though they ended seven straight wins. So yeah, no. I like teams that do well at the end of the, you know last year. I think that's why San Francisco looks good. Oh, they definitely no. They they absolutely, and that's a tough division. And I think San Francisco will do well. But when I look at the NFC, we can all agree that the NFC is a stronger conference head to toe, and at least for the top sure. ten teams, than it is in the AFC. It's New England, and then whoever you think. I mean, Buffalo. Well, yeah. Well, Buff- no. I mean, I'm just looking at all the, the teams in general. Like who was in the playoffs last year? Ten, you know, and I'm yeah. thinking it's only going to be a couple of different teams this year, it appears. Right. And you, yeah, so I, I'm expecting less surprises, not more than usual. I think that's fair. Although I will say, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use on the surprise, surprise pick mm-hmm. a little bit, and I'm going to say that Pittsburgh has a terrible year this year. At mm. least, uh, you know, right now they're, they, uh, yeah. their win total is um, 10 and a half. Right, and I, I, I say it goes down. I say really, yeah. I, I am low. I am not big on them. But then again, look at the division. Who, who in the division will compete? There's not much. I mean, the Browns aren't going to jump up that much. Cincinnati is mightily. Cincinnati's not a good team, but I think they're going to be better. Yeah, and And, you know, I think a lot of people think they're going to be one of the worst teams. Right, I don't think so. I mean, Baltimore had a terrible first half of the season, but they they were respectable at nine and seven by the end of the year. Well, that was shocking that they were nine and seven. Right, but look, when I think about why, if if I were to tell you why Pittsburgh will not be good this year, it's because yeah. of, it's because of the killer bees. Number one, uh, Ben Roethlisberger. You don't you don't go in halfway through the season talk you know vaguely about retirement and then come back and have a great season. Like that's just I know he's Big Ben and I know he's proven stuff in the league, but I just don't think that yeah, he's not getting younger. That body gets beat 
up hard on the field. <laughs> he does take some hits. He does big time. But he repels some people. He does. I'm just saying, yeah. I'm not saying he's going to fall off a cliff, but he's then not. Then you got Bell. Bell, he's not even going to play in week one. Well, I don't know that. Are I you... expect him to show up Wednesday and he... play on Sunday. I Look, if he does, fine. But you don't, I mean, I'm going to. I'm going to talk about all of the guys. You think about all the ones who held out this long, this yeah. long in training camp. All I remember is uh, Darrell Rivas pulling up, pulling up lame with a hamstring as Randy Moss passed, you know, zooms by him for a touchdown. <laughs> so I, that's all I need to know about. I don't need training camp. Pay me. If you yeah, pay well, me. I don't well, need no. Running back, I don't know. I think it's a little, I don't know. I, I'm feeling that he's special in a lot of ways. And statistically, when you look at, you know, guys his age, that many years in the league, the yardage he's got, he's really set up for a big year this year, I think. If, if and, and when then, he comes and back. And then the taper off. I think he might be a little jumping the shark there. Look, I'm not, again, I'm not saying he's going to have a terrible year. But yeah, I'm, yeah, I get it. But, like, but, you're, to, you, but you're looking for a decline. I'm looking for, and I think I'm going to see Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown. Well, and we've this has been well documented on this podcast. He is the Madden cover athlete. The Madden oh, curse will strike again. Well, wasn't Brady last year? And Brady lost the Super Bowl. Yeah, but quite yeah, embarrassing. All it still was a good year. It was a fine year. Sure, he won the MVP. All of that stuff, but we don't remember that. All we remember of is him getting pummeled. The ball slipping out of his hand and the look of, oh, no. And that's yeah. all I need to know, that the Madden curse is alive well. the and Madden well. curse was at the competition this year. <laughs> right. So what I'm saying is I just don't believe that the Steelers will do well this year. That's mm-hmm. all I'm saying. If, if ten and a half, I'm taking the under. Really? That's, okay. what, that's well, what I'm saying. Yeah, that's, that's lofty, you know. Right. Win eleven games, but then again, look again, look at their division. So I can see it happening. I'm not going to discount Ben when he puts that, when he gets on the field. He plays for real. He does. I mean, you know, yeah, that's great coaching, and uh, you know, I, I expect much of the same. I expect him to be there. Right. All right. So let's look forward to Week One in the NFL. It kicks off with, of course, the Eagles and Falcons on. Um, Thursday night. Um, now it's hopping between a bunch of different networks. You know, Fox has most of the Thursday night games, all that stuff. Right. So, um, so who are your best bets this week in Week One of the NFL? Well, I'm going to go with two of them, and one of them is the Panthers. Okay. They're at home against the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. I expect the Cowboys to be a lesser team than last year. Right. Um, so I like the Panthers. That line's three. Right. And stayed pretty pretty steady. And um, the other one I like is the Jags. That's the Giants. Oh, you know. yeah. So that it, I haven't heard any, you know, talk about uh, you know the Coughlin, uh, Coughlin attachment to the Giants or anything like that. But that looms in the background. That you know, story within the story. Right. But yeah, the the, the Panthers. It's a very talented team, and the Giants haven't proved much yet. Now we'll see about um, you know their 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 big pick in the in the draft as a running back, Bob, right? Uh, Barkley. Yep, Saquon Barkley. With with the with the, the hammy problem or whatever that was. He but his quads are just fine. You know, and then you got Beckham just signing the big deal. 
again, I, that, that's one that I'm... So I think much is expected, and we'll see what gets delivered. Right. Well, Jacksonville's given three on the road. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, look, they did they did make it to the the AFC Championship game last year, and, I mean, the Giants got embarrassed. Well, it's amazing how far they get with that quarterback with Bortles. Uh, yeah. He's not the real deal. No, he's not, but, I mean, all the tools around him, Fournette is the real deal. Um, he, though the, they did just lose. I was surprised to, I was, I forget where I saw this, but he, in one run he had last year, set the record, 22 miles an hour he was running. That's unbelievable. That's faster than uh, CK2J and Chris Johnson. I'm telling you. Wow. They set the record. Yeah. He he reached 22 miles an hour running that 90-yard run. That's unbelievable. But I was, that was shocking. So he, he's got a lot of talent, a lot of ability. Right. There's a lot of good things going there. Do you have a third game or just those two? I, I, I kind of like Cincinnati outright over uh, uh, Indianapolis, at Indianapolis. Yeah, Colts are given three. Yeah, and I think they might lose outright. But, of course, no. I, I think most people look at the league from the, the first week this year, what it was last year. I think that's a mistake a lot of people make. I think you're right. You know, most teams get better or worse. Very few stay the same. No, you're right. And I mean, there's. But I think the big conversation this year is going to be this this quarterback group. The the most recently drafted. You mean Sam Darnold yeah. becoming the yeah, youngest starting quarterback? Yeah, that guy, guy is all football all the time. Him and Wentz. Yep. I mean, those are real students of the game. Mm-hmm. So I'm expecting something out of him. And you've got um, you also got. I mean, Josh Rosen's on the sideline. Um, what, what's the other one? The other Josh, Josh Allen. Josh Allen is in Buffalo. Buffalo, right? yes. Um, I don't think he's been named the starter. No, he isn't. Uh, right. Peterman is. So oh. that's a, something <laughs> oh, to worry about. Gosh. But I think the Bills were in the playoffs last year. The I Bills? Think I see them taking some big steps backwards this year. Yeah, I mean, they absolutely are because we also don't know what's going to happen with McCoy. Not only is he injured, but if anything yeah. comes about of you know his. Um, yeah, who his, are the wideouts? Um, Kel- yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's part of the problem. No, they, they've got problems. But you know what the other thing is? Between Could either of these quarterbacks in Buffalo uh, start at Alabama? Uh, well, AJ, when A.J. McCarron was on the team, yes. Was, was. But, and then he got traded yeah, to I'm the Raiders. Right now. And then yeah, he got traded problem. to the Raiders and he broke his collarbone. Peterman. I mean, come on. I mean, this is a guy who threw five interceptions. They had to rely on Andy Dalton getting them into the playoffs yeah. because yeah. Nathan Peterman threw five interceptions and lost the game for them. Yeah, well, and I'm they saying, gave up oh, Tyrod that's, Taylor. That's a nightmare right there. So that, and that's, but that's also what I'm saying. Just to go back quickly to Houston, you know, uh, Buffalo's not going to be able to jump up, get back to the playoffs, I don't think. Nobody else in that east behind the Patriots are. And so, you know, so it, 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 there's a lot of weakness going around. Well, I mean, I, I, well, the, I think... The, I think the Jets have a better chance, but you know Miami lost some. Uh, they lost Pouncey, the the center, right? He went to uh, San Diego. Jarvis Landry, of course. Well, Landry's the bomb, right? He's yep. in Cleveland. Tannehill's Tannehill's. He's not. He. I mean that that experiment. I know, but that experiment has got to be almost over. They can't be looking at another three years and going, "Yep, he's our guy." Well, let's play a full year and see what we got. That's true. You know, there's a lot of uncertainties there, so you would look quickly on paper and think. Uh, that they were lesser team to Dolphins, and they weren't that good to begin with. Right. Also, um, I think it, the Jets have the upside potential. No, uh, 
from your lips, right. from your lips. They, they, can, they can do some secondary play. Right. Talking, the question is, can they get pressure on the quarterback? Well, that remains to be seen. But talking about the court, the, you know, this recent draft group of uh, quarterbacks, Baker Mayfield, yeah. he's not going to be starting. Tyrod Taylor is, but I mean, from what you've seen in the play in um, preseason, and also if you've been watching. Hard knocks, yeah. which I have. He has been showing yeah. a lot. He might actually be the real deal. But how about? I think he is the real deal, and I think sitting him is going to make him even hungrier. I think you're absolutely right. But and also, when he gets that job, he ain't letting it go. No, but when you're also looking at quarterbacks now, this is one he was taken in last season's draft. But Patrick Mahomes finally steps into the role in Kansas City. That guy, he's just going to throw. He's just going to bomb it out. Which is well, exa- I mean, he's far of like with the arm. Yeah, I mean, this is a son of a, a son of a major league ball player. He's got yeah, well, he can throw, and he can throw big time. He's just going to bomb it out. And when you've got a runner like Tyreek Hill, why not? I don't no, blame I him. For but will he stay healthy? I think I think he will. So long as that offensive line stays healthy, which is, it's a pretty good, you know. I think Eric Fisher's still there. It's a pretty good offensive but line. But you know, Andy, he gets pass happy. I know that's why somebody like Mahomes at least has the arm. To I mean, want to look last it. year, all he had to do was run the ball. Yeah, and he didn't. He's, oh, and he did it in Philly the same way in the right. Super Bowl. All he had to do was run the ball. But I mean, at the same time, when somebody like Tyreek Kareem hunts back there, I, I don't think well, he's. He's, gonna... he's fun to watch. He is. I, you know, I don't know. I, I st- obviously Andy is the wild card here. And they got a tight end. Yes. So it's defense is the problem there. Defense is the problem, and if, if Andy can just get out of his own way, which is very hard for him <laughs> for a lot of reasons. No, you don't teach old dogs new tricks. I mean, that's for sure. That's absolutely true. All right, so we got our picks for this week, and uh, yeah. um, I'm in several fantasy leagues. The Everyman Sports Fantasy League is up and running. I'm in uh, a, couple, a couple of my own personal ones. Alex, a shout-out to our friend across the across the pond. He's, hey, Alex. He is, uh, he's invited me to a... English league or a uh, British populated league, so I'm there. Um, and also for the first time, college fantasy football. College, really? College fantasy football has made its way to Yahoo. I'm in it, and I'm kind of enjoying but how it. But do how do you do that? There's so many more teams. How, so, how does that work? Uh, they only keep it to um, uh, the Power Five. Okay. The Power Five conferences. Um, but, I mean, the wide receiver for Stanford had three touchdowns and 200 yards, and I picked him up on a whim, and, wow. boy, he he worked out well. I won that first game, <laughs> so, yeah. All right, Dad. Well, we're talking about college football. What's going on in uh, Michigan? I mean, I, I, Harbaugh's Har- got problems. Yeah, Harbaugh's got big problems. You know, they lose to Notre Dame. Notre Dame jumps up pretty high. I think they're ranked 11th now. I mean, Alabama, they didn't change, although uh, Tui, uh, I can't pronounce his last name, but the hero of the uh, championship game last year, he's going to be starting. Um, 2-0, yeah. Yeah, 2-0. And the other guy was Jalen, I think. Yes, yeah. But, I mean, um, and Ohio State, I mean, uh, Urban Meyer just got a little slap on the on the back of the hand, yes, not even yeah. the wrist, and, you know, he'll be, he'll, you know, but it, it's... It just adds more fodder and adds more misery for Michigan when here's Harbaugh and he's losing to Notre Dame and he's just losing constantly. And here's down the road at your arch rival Ohio State. You think this is going to be the thing that sinks them, and they still and perform fine. They bounce back. Yeah, I feel bad for Wolverine fans, but but you know that works in football. Us, you know, it's uh, us against them. 
You know, they're against us. It's true. You know, you know it's a rally cry. And yeah. it works. It does. It does. So, All right, Dad. Well, thanks for joining me this week. Oh, absolutely. All Every right. Time. We'll see you next week for next week's episode. We'll talk about week two and all that stuff. So that's good. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening. And Andrew, take it away. This has been another episode of Everyman Sports. The show's music is Cold Funk by Kevin McLeod and is licensed under CC Attribution 3.0. Everyman Sports can be found on Facebook.com, where you can like it to receive updates and news. Visit Everyman Sports in the iTunes Store to leave a review of the show. Also, visit everymansports.podbean.com directly to comment and support. Everyman Sports can be contacted directly at everymansports at gmail.com.